Time for Rolling. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krutsloth. It's Time for Rolling for sure. I can't believe that Cloud9 lost. Mm, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still in shell shock. <laughs> yeah, just from watching them yesterday. Like, I, I had not set in my mind that Cloud9 was winning Worlds, and Tribe was like, nah, we got this. Yeah, well... Day three is in the wraps. Um, I just heard an echo, didn't you? Nope. Mm. You're on a new mic, so we're trying to see if this is going to work or not. And I don't know if it is, so we're going to record this episode, and I hope it works. But day three is in the wraps, and it was it was wild. I don't I don't. It just keeps getting better. Yeah. Each day keeps getting better. Each match is more intense, and I I never expected Vanguard Worlds to be honestly this good yeah like it's been far and beyond what i thought it would uh like i asked you if we could label this as like the upset tournament or you know, i gotta think of a better name but yeah it's kind of boring <laughs> i don't but it's you know what i'm saying like there's so many like the the three well i guess if ace would have went down to impunity then i guess we really could but uh you know no i don't think anyone really expected tribe to be the lone NA team left out of Cloud9 and TSM. Well, it would have been wild. Well, never mind. We'll get into that. Let's get into this episode, guys. Uh, let's do our sponsors real quick. Um, first, let me talk about Mobile Esports. Mobile Esports is a great company that focuses on all things mobile esports. Uh, they do a lot of community events and they do a lot of tournaments when it comes to games like Critical Ops, Clash Royale, and now Vainglory. Uh, they're getting into more uh, fun and awesome competitive mobile games, War Friends, Rules of Survival, all those kind of titles. Um, so really excited to be doing more things with them, especially getting into uh, Vainglory, hosting some fun community tournaments with them. Uh, so make sure you check out um all their websites, uh, social media, YouTube, and Twitch, where they stream a lot of their stuff on YouTube. All that will be linked in the show notes. You'll be able to look at it there. Um, so make sure you check them out. The other, Our other wonderful friend is the North American Champs League. Uh, they did just announce Season 5, so we are getting prepared to start the new season. going to be a lot of good teams. It's going to be a lot of good games. Uh, those just run randomly throughout the weekdays. Uh, really, you can... 
never stop getting enough of Bangalore esports along with Viz and the you know the Bangalore A on the weekend. So if you think you have a team that is uh, good enough to maybe win that North American Champ League, work your way into the Viz League and then all the way up to North America or uh, all the way up to Bangalore A, then you should definitely sign up. That is also in the show notes. Uh, two great people. Super excited to have them be our sponsors of this show. Um, but that is all we have when it comes to sponsors. Friends, of course, check show notes. Be prepared. We'll always be retweeting and announcing things when new things come out for them. Uh, but I say we go ahead and get into this recap of day three. targets that is one trade t tigers is still pretty healthy tries to jump in he finds one this is a big turnaround for liberation x they might get the third they might find an ace here on two lost boy top surrey strike is not oh. enough goes down he might go for donna twips he's gonna get one he's gotta get two lost boy oh. top Top, he does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lifts two. Is a god. That was- Time for rolling. Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome back. Uh, it is endless here. I am joined with Crude Sloth. How's it going, man? It is going great. Uh, Worlds is living up to the hype for sure. Yeah, new mic. Already mentioned that a little bit. Uh, Crude, of course, got his new computer, so we cannot get Discord to recognize his normal headphone set. So we switched to a condenser mic, uh, USB mic, actually, and that's probably why he sounds weird. And we're hoping we don't get an, a weird echo. Um, so if we do, you know what? Uh, I'm just gonna claim technical issues. You gotta, you gotta just stick with us. You know, it seems to be a big theme. Uh, people just, <laughs> people just gotta stick through the pain. So hopefully we'll figure this out and just record this episode today and just, you know, I'll just let it go. We'll, we'll figure it out after. I don't have time right now to be dealing with technology. Uh, I'm too tired. I'm sick. I think that's what happens when you get 11 hours of sleep within 72 hours. Your body just starts shutting down. Sore throat. Uh, it's just the whole nine yards. It's, it's fun time. Uh, yeah, so there's no better time to try out new technology than when Vanguard is having its biggest tournament of the year. So, I mean, I think we're doing it right, to be honest with you. You just got to, you know, try new technology and blame it on the technology when it goes bad. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, but, yeah, you know, like we already mentioned, day three was super intense. Going into Cloud9 versus Tribe, we, we had talked about in the last episode that if, if – Cloud9 does fall to Tribe, that would be one of the biggest upsets just from the simple fact of Cloud9 never losing 7-0 and going into this match, man. I, I just did not expect Tribe to come out swinging like they did. Yeah, they played phenomenal. I mean, like, you know, Cloud9, like you said, 7-0 and this tournament. I mean, they won both unified live championships. Like, you just expect that when Cloud9 gets to a live tournament, there, no one's going to stop them. And from watching with day one, day two, now obviously you got to give props to Tribe. They're a tougher team, in in, in my opinion at least, than Hunters and uh, uh, who's the first, like uh, their their group A, Pain um, and Elite Eight. Pain, thank you. I, was, I couldn't think of Pain. And uh, yeah, so I don't know. It, I I couldn't believe it. I I was happy. You know, I'm not upset that Tribe won, but I I just the way I saw the Cloud Nine playing the first two days, it was. I, I was shocked. Yeah. Um, first matchup, let's get into some of these games. 
uh, Cloud9 went with kind of what they really truly just kind of know. Um, the Vox Fortress pick, along with really any captain, they did go with the Adagio here, and me and you did discuss that you, th- you thought yep. that's where they kind of went wrong. They were trying to counter a uh, weapon power Adagio, I feel like, and take it away from Dianzio. Um, but when you look at what Tribe got, you know, they got Rona, Blackfeather, and Arden. And, I mean, when you see that combo, you're just like, yikes, I, I don't think they're going to lose with that. And I they did not really struggle first game. And Tribe comes out, like, hardcore swinging. Like, our faces, jaw drops. We just could not. And there's a little echo there, everyone, if you hear that. Um, just we could not believe that they truly won game one. I was like, yikes, this game, is this series is going to be insane. Yeah, I what surprised me the most, I think, was definitely the the how how well Tribe was rotating. Like I, I almost thought that, like the nameplates were like switched, <laughs> and that it was actually Cloud Nine. Because I mean, they Tribe did exactly what Cloud Nine does best, and that is you know global objectives, rotations. It, it, it was such a crisp, clean game. Cloud Nine, we're like, uh, what do we do? Because Tribe played it so well. I was so impressed. I, I have no other words than that's just how impressed I was with, with Tribe. Like, yeah, you know, we didn't see them play this good throughout the entire season. You know, at points like that, you could you had flashes of them playing this well, and but man, to hold it together like that against C nine, that was crazy. Yeah, and you know, we really just see old school not in this game one at least not being that traditional Vox that he you know, he yeah. normally is. He really just kept getting caught out. I mean, when you're playing against up against a Rona and a, and a Blackfeather who can kind of get on top of you and the casters or maybe the analyst desk, I'm not sure who it was, they pointed out perfectly. T-Tigers and DNZO says, I love Joseph, we don't care about you. You're an Aftershock Stormguard Fortress. You're not going to kill us. I mean, you're going to do some damage. Let's just focus on getting old school out of the picture, and then we'll just clean up the rest. And that's what they did all game. They win 9-2. and two. That specific rotation you're talking about, Cloud, you know, Tribe's like, let's go let's go get their crystal entry real quick. Cloud9's like, all right, well, we'll get your turret. And and then uh, Tribe's like, all right, we'll just rotate up, kill you, and get your turret, and then get more objectives. Yeah. So, I mean, I, not only were they out rotating, they were just out playing Cloud9 in game one. So looking at, you know, going into game two, I was like, you know, when we look at the draft here, go ahead and go over some of the draft for uh, game two. So, yeah, I mean, Cloud9, they pick, they get the, the Black Feather, and the, they, they go with Vox again, but uh, they go with a different build this time. Uh, you know, you got T-Tigers on his Kashka. I was excited when he picked up that Kashka to see how much early game aggression uh, going along with that Grace. And uh, D'Enzio gets uh, this Rona, and this Rona did some damage this game. But Cloud9 comes out on top this game. Gabe Vizzle gets his Arden. So there I covered all who who, who everyone had. But uh, the, I think the biggest thing would be old school and, and the change in his uh, his build. Obviously, he didn't go with the Tyrant's Monocle breaking point. He went with the Sorrow Blade breaking point and Poison Shiv, you know, to try to help, uh, you know, fight off that the sustain with the grace and, and the healing that's coming out from there. So uh, I think it, Cloud, it was a better game for Cloud9 this this time around, obviously. Yeah, they, they didn't dominate. They win 12-9. Uh, we see Dinzio instantly lock in that Rona. Uh, to me, I was like, okay, Rona Kashka into um, the old school on that box. I was like, this is going to be another big struggle. And it was. Uh, Tribe won game two, like, for most of the game. And then they were down. Cloud9 was down 10,000 gold people. Like, 
Tribe truly had it in the bag. I was like two a two zero lead right now. This this series is over. But then you know, old school started carrying. He started getting uh, his build up. Uh, I love Joseph was doing just enough damage and surviving to allow old school to carry and get those breaking point stacks that were just insane. So Cloud Nine comes back. I do need to say that they came back to win game two and tie it up one one. It wasn't. I mean, I'm sure that was pretty hurtful for like dnzo for them to be like dang we almost had a 2-0 lead over them but we you know we we dropped that because of some bad team fights late so 1-1 now i'm like all right we're back to you know 0-0 anything can happen going into game three you know this is when me and you are just dying laughing at dnzo skills i've i've truly never seen anything like it he was kiting like he was like holding out bread for like ducks to follow like just just follow me along and i'm going to just murder you and just stack up on you it i i've never seen it and you know max green props to you because those vanguards and just keeping yenzio alive and keeping them distanced then you throw in t tigers with the baptiste that was they had so much peel you know you get gauntlets you got fearsome shade who's dnzo playing you haven't told them yet <laughs> sky oh I thought you said I thought you said Sky. No, no, I never did. Oh, well, my bad. Weapon Power hey, Sky. Surprise, Diaz was playing Weapon Power Sky, yeah. Uh so that's what I'm saying. Like he was stacking up and, and just about his, you know, obviously Sky's movement is ridiculous, so he could just kite the hell out of him. And that's what he did. And that was the key to victory. That's that's the storyline of this entire match right here. Yeah, and and the the fight of the series does come from this game, but we see um, old school. They they pick up the Rona for old school to try to keep it away from Zio. Because like I said, Zio played you know Rona really well in game two as well. They just happened to lose late game and and lose that game. So it wasn't like Rona didn't work out. So they run this Rona Kashka comp, which they just beat. They just beat that Rona yeah. Kashka, and they try to run it against Tribe. Like I mean, you got some cojones to be like, look, you just ran this comp, but I'm gonna show you how to win with it, and. You know, three kills from Cloud9. And and like you said, I, I do give all the props to Zienzio. Some of his Suri, Suri strikes to reposition himself to keep kiting were insane. But having Max Green with the vanguards and the gauntlets just to keep putting down more and more CC, there were still times that Cloud9 was blocking all of it and still trying to catch up to Zio, and they couldn't. Yeah. Like, the breaking yeah. point stacks were just getting higher and higher and higher. And early game, they did struggle, but once that... Once this guy comes online, and once he gets that, you know, the Poison Ship, Breaking Point, Sorrow Blade, that kind of standard build, Zia was just dancing around them, and it just, it was, I don't know, dude, it was amazing to see him survive some of the mat, some of the team fights he did. That was some of the best liner play I've seen this tournament. I'll say it. Easily. I think I think those team fights were so close, so intense. I think Game Three was the best game of the series. Yeah, I would agree with you one hundred percent. Just because I think old school and uh, old school did as well as he could on the Rona, you know, one and five. Uh, we'll we'll talk about old school later, but he just you know you just couldn't. He would jump into the fray. He would boot. He would do everything. And Zio, like you said, was still one step ahead of him, like getting. And there was times that he caught Zio, and Zio would almost die, and then he would surge straight, get a fountain, get out of the way, and heal back up. So, right. yeah. you know. Uh, that 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 game three win, I think, is what really put the nail in the coffin for Cloud Nine. That was just such a hurtful, hurtful loss because they're like, we did everything we could drafting wise to keep these strong heroes away from Tribe, and Tribe was still just basically stunting on them. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's go into game game four then. All right, so 
we got Tribe, you know, they're picking up this grace with uh, Max Green. D'Anzio gets his Adagio, which we had, I had talked about in the last, or yesterday's episode, you know, uh, let's just see old school and D'Anzio get the weapon power Adagio, see who's better. But uh, quite obviously it's D'Anzio because he picks it up and, and does some work with this weapon power Adagio. Uh, T-Tigers, he gets his Kashka. Gabe Bizzle gets a Lyra. Uh, old school gets his box again. And then I Love Joseph has Baptiste. So this was a, an interesting game, I, I guess you could say. It didn't take too long. It's a 17-minute finish. Tribe wins 10-2 to to take down the C9 Giants. But uh, anything you want to touch on specifically in this one? Yeah. Uh, first pickup for Cloud9 is Baptiste. And I just don't get in this meta why Baptiste. Like, we've heard this Baptiste be a pocket pick. But why was this Baptiste a first pick? I don't, I don't really truly understand that decision. Uh, you look at again, you look at Tribe's comp. You're like, wow, they have Grace, they have Adagio, they have Kashka. How? Like, how would they? They're yeah. not going to lose on that comp. So, so, so I'm just, I'm just speculating with this. But like, what if you know if they're mine? If they're like, okay, we did our our box fortress, and then whatever you want to throw in build or uh, comp, we lost with that. You know, we've lost with Rona. We know we've lost with these meta picks. Maybe they should have picked up a weapon sky, but it's old. You know, I don't see. We don't see old school playing that weapon power sky very much, have we? I mean, I, I think he does play. I think I'm. Well, I'm sure he can play it, but I mean, is that like his best? I probably not. I mean, I I truly want to see them go back to game one and not flex that Adagio and leave old school on weapon power Adagio and see what happens. Um, but they flexed it to try to be a little a little cheeky, I feel like. And I think if they just left left the Adagio weapon power, maybe old school just performs better because it's a different hero than this box that he was struggling on. Um, I think you know T Tigers. This is the first Kashka win, so both teams did try to run this Kashka, and that Kashka yeah. got two fat L's. And then finally, I I I mean he goes four and zero Adagio. This you know Dianzio was the perfect amount of aggressive, the perfect amount like in your face. He he knew he was gonna get a divine intervention from Max Green to stay alive. There was many many times that old school had huge amount of stacks, and you know he just couldn't get the kill. Zero uh, six unfortunately for old school, and. I don't. Sometimes you know you can only be on top for so long, and I think yeah. I think that's why this was so hurtful for Cloud Nine. Uh, for those that watched it, you just saw like the emotional breakdown from old school. He just he's just so disappointed in himself. He knows he didn't play to the best of his ability. He made some simple mistakes that you don't see normally from him. So, um, I, all the respect to Cloud Nine. They that you win. You you just are coming into worlds never really losing. You lose stuff in splits, but who cares? You come into every live finals, every unified, you win. You get first, you come into worlds, and you fall in the semifinals against, I mean, at least it was against a respectable team like Cloud or Tribe. Yeah, I mean, I think there was just so much. I'm not saying, you know, that they were cocky and confident that they knew they were just going to take the entire thing, hands down, no issues. But, I mean, you kind of come in there with a chip on your shoulder, and when you do lose that, it, 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 I mean, it sucks. Like, obviously, old school was, you know, shaking up. and Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. It just it sucked to see. Um, happy for Drive, obviously. But, right. And I was watching that. I was like, damn, I, that kind of sucks. Like, I feel bad for him. But Yeah, I mean, me and you both, we've been on a couple sports teams where we literally go undefeated. And you get one yeah. loss late in when you're undefeated. It's just like, 
it would have been better just been losing all season just because you you haven't you have you don't know what it really feels like to lose and i know old school and cloud nine they know what it feels like to lose but when you come in seven and oh in worlds you're kind of really just running all over them and then now you're down you're you're the one that's behind how do you like adjust and be ready to be like all right we've we've been in this situation we've been down before let's figure out how to win and i feel like they didn't really have that momentum it was more like uh Panic. I'm not saying Gabe was. I think Gabe is probably one of the more level head. He really tries to keep yeah. old school and I love Joseph like together. Um, but I just, I for some reason, I just truly think old school just had lost his composure and his mentality and just couldn't stick in um, in the series. I don't. I again, they kept throwing him on old on Vox. Maybe he just wasn't confident with Vox. He didn't feel like he was playing well. You know, sometimes when you're playing Vainglory, you get on a hero that you just know you play well and you just have that confidence. And with those couple losses on that, Vox, I don't maybe maybe throwing that weapon power Sky. I don't have the bans here, so I don't know if Sky was banned. It may have been in this game after uh, DNZO just destroyed with it. But if that Sky was open, maybe throw old school on Sky and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was crazy. I mean, shout out real quick, SCMC, uh, you made the right decision. Thank you. Thank you for sending uh, Tribe to Worlds. Um, yeah. I I think, I, okay, I can't say this because it's just going to make us look dumb, but we can't be like, oh, I truly think no one can stop Tribe now because obviously their opponent is going to be really strong. But I just think with the fact that Tribe came into this game against the strongest team and pretty much won well, drafted amazing. Every single comp they drafted, they performed well on, even that one loss. So I think I think Tribe's looking really good going into the finals. Yeah, I, it's going to be uh, this as a matchup. Obviously, we haven't talked about the other, the other semifinal yet, but... Yeah, I, I don't. I'm like you know, it's funny because I sit here and I want to say I don't see Tribe losing this, but I said that about Cloud Cloud Nine yesterday. So that just goes to show you never know what to expect from Worlds. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why this is going to be one of the most talked about events all year. We're going to come back to this uh, so many times when we talk about NA going back into more unified play. So uh, I cannot wait for tomorrow. We have one more series to be honest uh i was not excited about this series i was like i could go to bed right now uh na versus na i just saw the hype match but then i go and watch it and i i'm blown away i'm like just as invested i was rooting for impunity just because it's like come on this home crowd team the underdog like this it was insane um so yeah, yeah. we have impunity versus ace gaming qt uh quarter voice and dev q against creation young joe and tasa creation young jew jew joe jew. Jew. young jew and, You're and, right. and Tasa, I mean, these these guys, man, they're scary. But I do say they are inconsistent. They are a little inconsistent. And I think Tribe did drop a game, but that was just a late game miscue. I think Tribe was pretty consistent in that series. But this this game against Impunity, I, I, I think I truly agree with someone tweeted this. I forget who it was. We always talk about Tribe's live buff. But can we appreciate the fact that Impunity has been the underdog and they come out and they put up a fight against every team they play? Yeah, yeah, they are always scrapping. Like, I mean, throughout this entire se- or series, uh, they were never, like, you know, dominating, like, in control in any of the games, but they were right there. Like, they were on the knife's edge. It could go either way, and, and they could really start to snowball and start steamrolling. But unfortunately for them, it does not work out. Yeah, game one, Impunity versus Ace. Um, I don't I, – I don't know. Impunity did draft um, – they draft – Blackfeather, Sky, and um, 
Turnwalker. Oh my god, I could not think of his name. Uh, <laughs> Turnwalker is Rome. I was I was pretty confident with that build or that comp. Obviously, seeing Weapon Power Sky, I was like, ooh, we're gonna see another domination. But uh, I don't think he was as strong as Dnzo. But when, I mean, when you look yeah. at you look at Ace's comp, they he they had the Ardens. So they had a lot of crowd control there. Creation on that Rona and then Tasa on the Reza was ooh that Reza play was pretty strong. Uh, he did a nice job of making QC's job just miserable. So at thirteen to three, Ace wins this one and Creation is looking really strong on Rona. This Rona pick is deadly when it's Creation gets it. Real quick though, I want to go back to the QC like we were talking about with the Weapon Power Sky. If you look at his build, he did uh you know, in comparing him to Dienzio, Dienzio has the Sorrow Blade, uh Poison Shiv and Breaking Point. QC subs out the Sorrow Blade for the uh, Bone Saw. Yeah. So interesting, you know, different take from you know different regions on how they build it. But um, I, mean, I just wanted to point that out. I think he shreds through armor better because they do have a lot of armor. But I think the big difference is your breaking point stacks do not get as high as quick because you have you you lose all that weapon power from Sorrow Blade. Like right, right, you, you yeah. really need that Sorrow Blade, I feel like. So uh game one, I was like, you know, that's all right. We we saw Ace uh kind of destroy Pain gaming in game one. Um and then Pain kind of just drafts well, adapts well and kind of gets back into it. So I was really expecting Impunity to do the same. Uh if we move on to game two, uh you know, Impunity, you know, they do these little little not too crazy of a draft. We see our first uh, uh, Rome, Rome Glaive. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. out to Polly from Time for Rolling. He did call that. He said he would like to see a Rome Glaive. He thought it would be viable. So Yangju does pull that out. Uh, the, the jungle Lorelei is nice. Uh, I think DefQ did a good job on it, but really it was probably cutesy on uh the baron that had to win the game for him and it was close man i'm talking a 32 minute match yeah it was back in how many krakens were unleashed like three four, i think four? i think four yeah i can't remember right off the top of my head but yeah it was definitely back and forth back and forth um i, I don't know man i that's what i'm saying like i thought impunity could like get sneak this win out and tie it back up to go one to one but ace gaming comes out on top because back door uh, <laughs> yeah the back door uh, I yeah know. i it, it was the team fights were very back and forth and it was it was just up to cutesy to cutesy <laughs> QC, qc to try to just like stay alive because if i mean when you have a five item baron no defense if you do stay alive and you get enough heal vanguard uh the bubble from def this was definitely a protect the hondor comp and it worked a couple times that's why this game lasted for so long and impunity stuck into it but towards the end tasa on uh the crystal black feather and vox on creation it was just too strong they end up uh winning uh the last final push there and win game two so now we're Aces, you know, up 2-0. Uh, are we gonna see a 3-0? That's what I. That's what I'm thinking. Like that's that's hard to be these kids knowing you're down 2-0 against a team like uh, Ace. Real quick, I gotta try to make sure you know correct us. Is it QC or is it Queasy? I'm pretty sure it's Queasy. Mm, I like I like saying it QC better. So even if I'm Wait, wrong, you got you got on me yesterday about having to know the names to pronounce it. So I didn't uh, get on you. Sure I got on myself because I couldn't even remember what their names were. Yeah, well, I think it's Queasy. I, I think that's. I have never heard one of them say that, but 
I could be wrong. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, moving <laughs> on to game three. Uh, definitely an intense matchup as well, as we've seen throughout the entire time. Uh, Young Jew going back on that churn walker. Uh, Ace Gaming's, you know, draft was interesting to say the least. You had Young Jew on the churn walker, Tasa on a on a CP Arden, and then Creation on the Weapon Power uh, Kestrel. I was super excited to see this Weapon Power Kestrel come out. You know, it's very, uh, very good at, you know, taking down objectives and just kind of shredding through turrets or shredding through uh, opponents. But I think a lot of that, this focus was to, you know, put this on creation, like kind of, kind of like the, the hyper carry almost. And, and, you know, with mm-hmm. Arden's, with Arden's, you know, uh, Vanguard to be able to protect and stuff, it just, it ends up not working out that well. Impunity comes out, they kind of pull a, a card out of C9's book, kind of with the, with the, Vox Fortress, and then they actually bring out a Catherine. I think this is the first time we've seen a Catherine, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I think that if unless we missed one during one of the off stream matches or something like that, but this is the yeah. first like big game with a Catherine, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, Ace, they they ban Lyra and Grace, they pick up an Arden, they really were forcing Impunity into maybe a sticky situation with a Captain. That's I think that's why the Catherine did come out because Impunity even banned the Lorelei. Uh, so that's that was another strong Captain, but they run like you said that that fortress they flex that to jungle um i think with the with the crystal arden i mean they were trying something like i don't think it's like their yeah. best strongest pick uh, a clockwork aftershock you're really you're focusing on getting gauntlets and getting vanguards and keeping like you said creation alive as long as possible because we've seen this for item creation kestrel be absolutely deadly and kind of can carry the game but um Impunity, like shout out to them for QC going seven and oh, you know, DefQ doing such a good job of getting on top of everyone, um, to kind of just really make things chaotic. Young Young Jew, um, you know, using his trespass and that kind of stuff. It he tried, but it just wasn't the best captain and overall the best play for Ace. Eleven to three. Impunity does win, so I was like, All right. Impunity is not out of it yet. You know, we got a game yeah. four coming up. Let's see. Don't let's, call it a comeback. Yeah, let's see how they can adapt to this. But yeah, um, Impunity, like Yikes. I said, you, you have to, you got to, you got the crowd on your back. You're like this, you got this giant bet with playoff beard. If you win, you shave his beard. Like, I think no matter what, and we can, I'll, t- I'll re say this one more time, but Impunity finishing top four. Yeah. No one would say that besides fans of the crowd or of that team. So I think it's the fact that they finished top four is amazing. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and discuss this roller coaster of a game four. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, ugh. so Ace Gaming they pick up a Sky Rona and a a Lyra. Uh, pretty pretty strong comp, obviously. Uh, you know, when they first, I can't remember if they did they pick up the Sky first. Do you remember or no? I think they picked up the Sky first. No, it was Lyra first with the Baptiste band, and they picked up Sky, and Rona was their last pick. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, well, them picking that up originally, the the, the Sky first over the Rona is what I'm trying to focus on. I thought it was going to be that Weapon Power Sky, but mm, right. it turns out it's that Crystal Power Sky, Weapon Rona. Uh, you know, uh, as far as Impunity, Puisi gets on a, a Celeste, uh, Defki is on that Kroll, and then Quarterboyus is on the Arden. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like Ace Gaming's draft here better because what that Rona can do with the, the spin to win. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the interesting yeah. part about it was he didn't go the build, Arden's build. like Or I'm sorry, not Arden, uh, Rona's build. 
Yeah, so that is interesting. I never noticed that double tyrant, sorrow blade, and tornado trigger. There, there's, there's yeah, there's no sustain. no sustain. Simply relying off a of young Jew's uh, fountain and and sigils to keep him alive. That is actually really crazy. That means the damage that comes out of creation is really strong. Um, no poison shiv on either team as well. That crawl, he didn't even go poison shiv. That uh, def Q, That's probably maybe why Rona didn't worry about the healing because the cruel the crawl was just going sorrow blade. Um, I think Dowsy and then we're discussing that. You know, cruel can beat Sky early, but Sky really late game can dance so much and get uh, you know the the stacks up off of the alts. Yeah. And the alts come back every you know thirteen seconds. You know, and the the four. It's just. Sky was just a nuisance. Sky did not win this game at any means for Team Ace. It was definitely creation. Uh, but, you know, we have a 19-minute match. Impunity, 7 kills. Ace, 6. Uh, we see uh, a Kraken. We see, um, let's see. Impunity is winning all game, correct? Ace goes ahead and wins a late team fight. They push down all the turrets, and then Impunity spawns and kills them off. So we're like, okay, Impunity still has this chance. And then Impunity gets a Kraken. The Kraken's pushing down the base. Impunity may have a good chance to push to win, but uh, I think with Sky, Lyra, and Rona, I think Ace realized that, look, there's no way they can stop us. All we need to do is jump over the wall and just attack the crystal. Yeah, and they did the old backdoor uh, creation, just, you know, jumped over the wall because there was no turrets left. They were trying to, you know, Arden, or the Quadravoya was trying to stop them, but with putting out that much damage with those Tyrant's monocles, it just, he destroyed the, the, the Vein Crystal and moved on to the finals. That's why I'm excited for 5v5. I, I'm not saying... Because uh, this is not a traditional backdoor where impunity doesn't have enough vision or impunity doesn't realize they're doing it. No, impunity caught it. They yeah. they have a celeste, they have a cruel, they have an ardent, they have CC, but it didn't matter. They're still just there's not enough power, damage, attack power to kill them quick enough to right. make your crystal survive. Because the crystal's weak, it has no defense, has no attack. Five v five, that new vein crystal is going to have attack. You're not going to be able to. You're going to have a lot more cojones to backdoor with a full five man team to try to to, to try to take that down. So. I'm not saying I don't, you know, it's a part of the game. Man, this echo is driving me crazy, so we definitely want to figure that out. Anyways, um, I'm, I'm not saying it's not it's not a part of the game, but I truly think Impunity wins this game if maybe taking down that Van Crystal isn't as easy as it is late game. Right, right. Oh. So five and two, you know, QC does his, you know, Celeste, he does just as, he does as good as he can. I thought we were going to have a game five. I was hoping for a game five, impossible, a, a impunity, like the craziest comeback that we would talk about for years. Like, do you remember when impunity, this team that when everyone was like, yeah, they're good, but nowhere near they're going to be able to adjust to meta. They, they created the meta in some senses and they played a lot of interesting comps uh, and they fought till the end. Like I already said, they made a top four. Like that's insane. They, they beat out yeah. teams like Cloud9, Rocks. Well, maybe not Cloud9. They have to play them for third. But, uh, you know, Rocks and TSM and, you know, all these really strong teams. And it was it was pretty insane. Yeah, I, I just – I'm looking forward to the finals now. And, man, it's going to be – it's going to be intense for sure. I, I You know, like I sat here and said, I think that – I think Tribe's going to take it. Do you have a, Do you have an opinion? I mean, T Tiger, she said respectfully. Um, I, I would like to play Ace, you know, squash this EA NA type conversation. You know, the, the trophy can go back to Korea still. We may still have this Korean teams are best. Um, but best of seven, 
man, I cannot believe your mic picks up my mic. I know people are probably annoyed at me saying that, but that little mic you have is insanely powerful. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't hear the echo, but I mean, I'm sure, you, I mean, obviously, I'm coming through. Recording you. it on my end. Yeah, but so, I don't know. Best uh, of seven, man. Like, what is it? Does it go the full seven? I I don't think it goes a full seven. I think one team that gets a, a a two game lead will be will have the drafting in their side. I I let's see, four two. Would that be right? Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, four two tribe. I guess. Uh, I guess. <laughs> first one, first team to four wins. I mean, that's pretty much how it is. Four wins. First team to four wins. Yeah. I mean. I can't. I don't really... know. I, I obviously I think for Vanglory that they you know they want it to go all seven to you know for the hype and stuff. But yeah, I I don't know if it will. I'm hoping it does. But yeah, I I haven't seen anything out of Ace that makes me stop and say, wow, these this team is the most dominant team in this tournament right now. I I think that is Tribe. I think they've looked really really strong. Uh, Impunity did beat Tribe, though. That's what's kind of funny when you look back at groups. You know, they did take a game off of Tribe, uh, but unfortunately, Ace is Ace is the final team. So we have a team from Group D and a team from Group C. So our two Group of Death conversations uh, are kind of right. Uh, a lot of people thought a Group A team would be there, uh, Cloud9, but uh, yeah. it's it's not there. If Impunity would have won, can you imagine having two teams in the finals from the same group? Impunity and Tribe from the same group in the finals. That would have been crazy. Group C would have been like, Psh, you thought Group D was the group of death. <laughs> yeah, I've been laughing in your face. Yeah, so I think... Uh, I think it's going to be a crazy, crazy matchup. It's going to be interesting to see what happens um, if they're going to play a third place live, uh, if they're going to do the championship immediately. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the schedule completely is. Of course, 5v5 will be revealed. They will review. Uh, we're going to have a whole king of the hill. Uh, this is obviously a joke, but and this is not true, people. But like a part of me is just like, man, if I need to sleep and miss something, I may miss the grand finals because I do not want to miss five v five. Yeah, um, I ain't sleeping. That's why I yeah no, I'm I'll take I'll sleep all day today in preparation for night. I don't care. Yeah, because th there's just too much hype. Like everything is gonna be important. Uh, I may nap during the third place match if they do play that. But yeah, the king of the hill. I'm gonna be taking screenshots of every part of the map possible so I can study it and start looking at it. Um, <laughs> going to see what kind of crazy comps we see out. These teams are gonna be having fun. You know, they're gonna be trying things, showing, showcasing some how heroes operate in five v five. So it's gonna be a blast. Uh, overall, you know, Cloud Nine, keep your head up. I can't. I can't believe you guys lost. I know you guys can't either. Uh, it probably sucks, sucks coming this far and thinking there's no way you're not going to make it to the finals. And, you know, having to play against a team like, like Tribe was definitely probably what we, what we could ask for, even though it was semifinals. Yeah, it was uh, – I, I don't know. I'm still speechless about it. Like, I don't even know what to say about it because I thought for sure that Cloud9 had it wrapped up. Like, I know we were talking off of recording yesterday. I'm like, there's no way Cloud9 loses. Yeah. I was just glad for both series. I My jaw was dropped multiple times. I didn't know who was going to win multiple times. And that's just that proves that how healthy the competitive scene is right now yeah. and how every team can come into the, in, in any match and truly put up a good fight. And, again, I, I think the real winners are just impunity for making it as far as they did. And just no matter who they played, they fought hard. Rocks Armada, you know, it's just I was I was truly amazed.
Let me uh, let me say, uh, throw a sentence at you, and I want you to have a one-word response. Okay. Oh, okay. Five v five worlds. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, that just thinking about that has. Hell, yeah. No, yeah. I'm actually terrified because me and you have been brutally destroyed by these hours by staying trying to stay up as long as we could. Day one, over 12 hours of Vainglory. Me and you try to split times. We try to survive. Uh, day after day, we, we were getting less and less sleep. We're up longer and longer. Uh, 5v5, matches are longer. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work, man. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We always do. Yep. We will. Uh, I don't really have much left to say besides day three was in super intense. Uh, I just, tonight's going to be wild. Crude and I have a great day planned in here in three hours. <laughs> we'll, we will be seeing Star Wars, um, The Last oh. the last Jedi. I love Vainglory, but I've been waiting for Star Wars forever. Uh, yesterday, we, we prepared. We did a little preparation and watched Force Awakens. And I was like, you know what? This movie sucks. No, nah, it doesn't really suck. But like uh, compared to what I've heard about this, The Last Jedi, I'm prepared to literally have an emotional breakdown and cry in the movie theater. I think, I think I'm ready for that to happen. With the lack of sleep and how probably unstable I am, it's a high possibility. Should I buy you some chocolate before we go in there or something? You know? Yeah, have your phone ready. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Um, everyone, thank you for tuning in this episode. Yeah. The audio wasn't as bad as I thought. Sometimes I, if I talk too loud, I'm like five rooms away from Crude, and I, his mic is still picking it up. I think if I, my blinks, like he, his mic's picking up me blinking. So um, I, I need to play around with that. But um, that's all we have. Cheers. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll, we'll see you in 24 hours for championship talk. For sure. Will it be Cheers. will it be championship talk or will it just be like how mind blown we are about five v five? No, it'll be championship talk, All and right. then the first fifteen minutes will be championship talk. <laughs> Forty five will be five. Fair enough. I like it. Uh, we will see you in twenty four hours. All right. See you. Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.